0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV and myself, Cowboys Blog. What's going on, Foots?
1: Yo, what's up, everybody? Um, me and Joe, we're ready to rock, we're ready to roll.
0: Got a really good show for you all. Yeah, jam-packed, man. I mean, it is the off season, but, you know, this is the Dallas Cowboys, so there's always going to be news. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff that just came out today. So, um you know, we'll get to, to some news topics here in a minute, but let's talk about, you know, the uh, the rookie minicamp. You know, I, I know you, you did a video on, on your channel, Foots, about some players that kind of stood out to you. Let me know um what, what you thought, man, about, about this rookie minicamp.
1: Hey, Joe. So the rookie minicamp is like the first kind of shindig. It's really the first time the Cowboys staff, coaches, you know, the whole org – Gets these guys in pass, gets them fitted, and gets them ready to rock and really ready to roll. Now, what the Cowboys have done, and it's kind of, you know, in the sense of adjusting to the times, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have done a good job with just doing on-field teaching. And I think that I think that's big, Joe, just simply because when it comes to these kids, they haven't had a second to themselves, right? Right. Yeah. trying to get drafted trying to make sure that um you know that they, they they pass the wonder test they're eating correctly they can bench you know whatever on the on the on the bench they can you know run the fastest forward that they can they haven't given their bodies a rest so why would you after you know what has it been a week or so since the draft two weeks since the draft why would you put their even more stress on their bodies with having them go out there and and compete at a now NFL level style practice? Because make no mistake about it, there's a big difference between NFL and college when it comes to the speed of practice and the intensity of practice, right?
0: Oh uh, yeah, no doubt, so, no doubt.
1: Yeah, and so in that, what they've done is just more or less on-field teaching. But like I said, whenever you're together with your team, there's always a chance to compete and. You know, some of the names that even the coaches out of their own mouth, Mitch Hyatt, you know, um, that was a guy that the coaches were high on, come out after the mini camps and after the rookie mini camp practices. And Mitch Hyatt is a name that you hear. Um, obviously, Pollard doing different things. Um, and so, Gary Brown has some really encouraging things to say about Pollard. He is a running back, you know, he's not a gadget guy. Be careful with the gadget guy, he gets his eyes on him at camp he's doing different things and the good thing about Pollard is he gives you a lot on special teams he's not just a returner I don't want Cowboys fans to think that you know he went down and chased kicks alright so he's not just a returner and then obviously um, Tristan Hill and what Rob Marinelli thinks about him so these are kind of the guys that stood out stand out um, you know made an early impression just because number one they were probably expected to but number two you know these Cowboys coaches feel vindicated for being able to draft them.
0: Yeah, it's all—it's all about the drafting, man, and, and getting these guys acclimated to the NFL system. I think is is huge, man. It's a first step, you know what I mean? Because we see it like all the, every year—you see somebody pop off, whether it's a rookie or a free agent guy. They do, you know, they do good in practice, but then when it gets to preseason, the lights are too big for some of them. You know, we see it every year there's that one guy who's doing good and in the preseason they can't handle it so um yeah man it's it's a bit it's just one step in the whole process and it's uh i, I like the approach that the cowboys took you know more of a on-field teaching techniques and they have the best technicians man you got sanjay lao you know he's well known for you know teaching these receivers Chris Absolutely. route running their feet. Absolutely. I think that's a really big thing, you know. And then Chris Richard, obviously, he's getting his hands on a lot, a lot of these guys that he, I would say, kind of hand-picked, you know, because he liked those big-size uh, cornerbacks. Yeah,
1: Chris Restry. Um It's going to be interesting to see what he does with Westry. Um, because looking at his measurables and how fast he is, Joe, that's going to be a really good project.
0: <clears throat> That's, um, he's, his measurables are crazy, man. He, he looks like a condor, bro. I mean, he's dude, got some length, like crazy length.
1: Arms long. I believe he ran a 4 three forty.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. Something crazy
1: like that. I mm-hmm. mean, now, grabby as hell and still needs to learn the position. But I hate this thing in this mindset that coaching stops when you get to the league, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, like That's the whole point of a draft. The point of a draft and the point of the senior bowl and the point of the process is you need to be able to know, can these guys be developed? Can these guys retain information? You know, the biggest misnomer in the draft process is what a team did with these kids when they were at their school. What were they asked to do, essentially?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, were, what were they asked to do? Right?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Well,
1: I mean, what was Kentucky teaching their corners? We don't know. Yeah. Right, Joe? Yeah, I that's mean, that's
0: that's that's a real thing, man. That's a real thing.
1: Did they have a guy on staff who taught them anything other than, you know, because I mean looking at looking at the way they played, you know, it was just one of those things It's like, man, listen. Um I again, I say all that to say Westry. If there's somebody who can put their hands on him, I think it's Rashard. Rashard is a, an intense... He's going to be a head coach one day in this league. He's an intense attention to detail. His guys love him because he believes in them. And it's something to be said about, you know, a coach like that who can... Who basically can can get the best out of a player and get the pl- best out of a player's skill set. You know, that's what this whole process, Joe. Man, you have really been on it. Mm-hmm. We have been on... Marrying a guy's skill set to what the Cowboys want to do. All right, press man. Get in your face. Let's get his technique right. Let's use his length to an, as an advantage. You know, let's use that speed. Let me show you a few things, son. Mm-hmm. And then you come in here, you become a good player. Was he lost at Kentucky? So I don't mean to go on a die or a rant about Chris Restry, but, you know, they're they they, they were, they're excited about him.
0: No, yeah. those are those are definitely valid points for us because you, you do. I mean, sometimes – You really do got to think about the nuances between college and the NFL. And you you hit it right on the head. It's like, we don't know, you know, the coaching style. And some of these guys are coming in here, you know, with their eyes wide open. Like, hey, you know, this is, they're in awe. Like, this is Chris Richard, you know, Legion of Boom and all this. So sometimes they got to, and I'm sure Chris Richard does a good job of, you know, (laughs) bringing them to reality. Like, okay, this is, this is your job now. You know what I mean? This is not the time to be in awe let's go to work you know what i mean
1: yeah nah like it's one of those things that is just like you know you, you be the, like come in ready to work come in ready to take the coaching and i think that they can i think that they will
0: oh yeah yeah it's uh i mean they they did man they they did really good you know on paper a lot of stuff looks good on paper obviously and you know we want to temper our expectations but you do have to like what they did with uh undrafted free agency and brought in some offensive linemen i I like these this class of undrafted offensive linemen compared to last year you had dan skipper you had really really raw undrafted offensive linemen that didn't even sniff the practice squad you know what i'm saying but these guys i think they have a legit chance you got larry allen jr mitch hyatt you know brandon knight if he can stay healthy um and these guys, so there's a lot of promise. I, I think they really, you know, they're, they're, for me, Will McClay and these guys are continuing to sharpen the iron, you know.
1: Yeah, so Will McClay does a really good job of evaluating, always turning over his roster and, you know, self-scouting. What is what is my roster need? What do we, like you said, Joe, the offensive line crop. Number one, I think it's a really, it's a, it's, it's almost like an epidemic, a tragedy, how bad, you know, reserve offensive linemen are in the league. I mean, if your starter's out, you're screwed. Like, and in, in, not. now watch this, Joe. I think it's um, an epidemic of, of a better epidemic of how good defensive linemen now are becoming.
0: Alright? Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, Ron Marinelli talks about it all the time. There's really been an evolution of defensive linemen, Joe. There's been an evolution of defensive linemen. As far as um, the Aaron Donalds, Aaron Donald looks like a a lot. I mean, excuse me, a running back. All right. And Oliver, there's now a position for that where, okay, it's no longer just that fast defensive end, you know, putting moves and, and, and using quick feet against a slow tackle on the outside. Now your guard has to be good. Your guard has to have good feet. You can't just have a refrigerator in there anymore. Because a guy like Tristan Hill, who's, who the Cowboys specifically drafted him for his feet, for his quick twitch off the line, nothing else, Joe. For that, a guy like Aaron Donald, for mm-hmm. his quick feet, for him being able to get a, a guard off balance and then convert speed to power and use his hands and, and get under these guys because they're so worried about his how quick he gets off the ball. That's a real position now, Ed Oliver, right? Tristan Hill. Um, you know, Draymond Jones, these guys got drafted for that one skill, right? So I think that um, if you have a chance to get depth on your O-line in any position, you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you draft in McGovern?
0: Mm-hmm. I'll tell
1: you another ob- observation. McGovern playing center. And, Joe, we, we talked about this all offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Cowboys are off the hook when it comes to Travis Frederick as center. Yeah, I really really
0: know. No, for sure. You know? Yeah, it's going to be I, you know, and he he looks he looks like Travis Frederick, but being off, you know, that does do something to you get you have like you know how they they talk about ring rust with boxers and and UFC fighters. That's that's a real thing. There is that rust, you know, you got you know, I don't We'll have to see how that plays out. I I could see them, you know, slowly bringing him in. I don't think they're gonna throw him back in full speed, you know, unless unless Frederick specifically asked for that. But I think the Cowboys are gonna, you know, uh, err on the side of caution with him. So I I could totally see McGovern getting more snaps. Um, but at the same so, time, but at the same time, I could see fans seeing that as oh, what's going on here and kind of you know panic mode and that kind of thing. But we're good, man. We're good.
1: So. McGovern. I mean, excuse me, so with Frederick, right? So when it comes to Frederick, I don't worry about his mind at all. Like, I don't worry about him knowing the game, understanding the game. It's the physicalness that I worry about. I worry about being a year off, yeah. have, excuse me, having a year off at such a physical, you know, demanding, physically, excuse me, demanding position like center. Um, it scares me. You know, and having to go up against these tough defensive lines, the Eagles, the Redskins, it scares me, Joe. That's the one thing that scares me, is the power still going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: try not doing something for a day. You know, if you're a runner, try not running a mile for a day. I mean, excuse me, for a week. I'll do that for a year. You can simulate it in practice, and you can lift weights, but until you go out there and you actually – and, like, that's why so many of these guys end up hurt because – know you could do these instagram workouts and but until you get those pads on you until you get another human being leaning on you until you you know have feet underneath you it could be just a step wrong
0: that's such a that's such a good point yeah you know yeah you
1: see what happened with des
0: exactly i was gonna say that's exactly what happened with des man that's exactly what happened to him i felt bad for him
1: I I I feel really bad for Dez. He's out that whole time, and he he gets a a chance to go to a really good team and, you know, steps wrong and tears his Achilles. Yeah. You know, because – and, you know, that that possibly could have been on the Saints not doing their homework, not knowing how to slow a guy down, because Dez – I've been at training camp with Dez. He has only one speed, and he doesn't know how to not um, go a certain – Mm-hmm. go a certain tempo. yeah. But, you know, the Cowboys did a good job like that with the rookies. But my point when it comes to Frederick is, look, get him in here. Let's see how he looks. But, you know, another problem is you really won't be able to know until preseason. And really, then you may not know because he may, what, play a series or two? Like, you'll see how he looks if he's coming off the ball um, a certain way in preseason. I think that you'll be able to get the look that you want. Yeah. but it'll be interesting to see Joe um, and that's why you drafted McGovern you know we say all that and it was kind of long-winded answer but you say all that because that's why that's why you drafted in McGovern right there
0: yeah that's that's, well, that's the that's stuff. exactly you know the high-level thinking you know <laughs> and not to toot a horn but I mean that that's what these conversations I'm pretty I, I know for a fact these are the same conversations you know McClay and the scouts and coaches are all having you know it's like Cause it's all a domino effect, right? So, I mean, you're right, man. Preseason, and then the in preseason nowadays is way different than it was five or six years ago. You know, a lot of people sit, you know. So, those first regular season games are usually sloppy games, you know, because people are still getting acclimated. So, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting for sure.
1: Yeah, no, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, but the good thing is there's going to be a lot of position battles and i know that will will probably chart a lot of that stuff throughout this offseason we'll kind of spread some of it out um, but there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about guys who you know need to step up who need to have a good year guys who haven't really shown their worth so it'll be it'll be interesting joe very interesting
0: oh yeah we'll we'll have a lot of good content for you guys coming up here in the next couple of weeks like like we always do and uh, you know Make sure you subscribe to us, you know, SoundCloud and, and all of our other, uh, outlets, you know, we really do appreciate you guys. Um, absolutely. Now, um, you know, speaking a little bit more on rookies, uh, Mike Weber, he had the, he kind of tweaked his knee and they came out today saying that, you know, no, uh, the MRI came back, you know, okay. He's not going to need like an ACL, nothing major, but he might need a scope. So that's good. I re- I'm really grateful for that. I, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, "Oh man, you know, um, I want to find out what's going on with this guy." Because I know we got Pollard, and and Pollard, I, I, I'm, I'm with you on Pollard foot, So I, I feel like he's a legit running back, not a gadget guy. And some guys are trying to, uh, some guys are trying to, you know, pigeon him into no, that make him, role. No, making
1: me and making the dumb bar the, the
0: yeah, yeah, the, he's the not that. Down back. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a legit player, and, and and the thing about him, man, I've seen a lot of interviews of him. He's a humble, humble, humble young man. Like, this is your typical like, if you want to build a Jason Garrett type of player, uh, this is this is one right here. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm really really excited for Tony Pollard in this system. You know. And, well,
1: so the thing that we gotta watch, like you said, with Weber. Weber is. So he's one pick that I like, I just don't love. And I just don't see how, like, I just don't see where he fits in unless he gets hurt. Like, and he won't. I, I see him really as a practice squad player. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't. I don't. I, he's not more dynamic than Pollard. And Pollard can do some. Pollard can. Can carry the ball as a regular back, like he—he's not gonna give up much in the trenches. And I know people say he's like a, a lesser Zeke, um, Weber, but if I have Zeke, I don't need a lesser Zeke. You, you know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's. it's if in your if I have
1: Zeke. I don't need a lesser Zeke.
0: You think you think that last roster spot for the running backs will be between Darius and Weber?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I do or I don't know maybe they maybe they don't keep Darius who knows mm. but it'll be interesting to see
0: I'm looking forward to these battles man <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of competition man it, it's it's real man this and we talked about this last year Fritz. So I remember it as if it was yesterday that sooner or later this roster is going to be so loaded that you know good people are not going to make the team and I think we're kind of reaching that point now. No, I agree, and that's a testament to the front office, man. It's a testament to the drafting and the the shrewd take that they do with free agency. I mean, you know, hats off to those guys.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 Will McClay churning, Mm -hmm. constantly evaluating, constantly. I love you. My job is to replace you. And they got it where they want it now,
0: Joe. Mm-hmm. You have
1: to first get a team where you want it. You have to get um, – you have to go in. You have to clean up. You got to gut things out. And then you got to get a team where you wanted it. So, you know, maybe that Des Bryant contract didn't make sense for you. So you had to gut it out. Maybe, you know, you know a couple other players, Cole Beasley, uh, it's not worth it. Got to gut it out, you know. Yeah. I love you, Cole. But – you know your replacement is here we'll draft him because every team and I and I look at it like this right Joe you gotta you have your I gotta have it right now Zeke Mm -hmm. is a gotta have it Dak is a gotta have it Mm -hmm. gotta have your franchise player gotta have your franchise quarterback right now whatever me you or the world thinks about Dak he's three years in he's been in the playoffs twice and he's clean off the field and He's, he's he's better than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. He's won more than a lot of quarterbacks in this league. So, he's one of your got to have it, right?
0: True. So that, That's true. Right? You
1: know what I mean, Joe? Mm,
0: so, 100%, man.
1: So, in that, now you figure out, okay, what can I do without? Can I do without a Byron Jones next year? What's going on with Taco Charlton in two years? What's going on with, you know, a couple other players? I know we'll probably segue to Taco. And do I need to find... Tyrone Crawford's replacement who's getting in bar fights you know so these are what the Cowboys are doing all the time I love you I gotta replace you at some point I love you I gotta replace you um, so that's where we are
0: yeah man and, and, and that's, a, that's a good point that's something we can definitely dovetail into you know some some other player news that came out you know Tyrone Crawford they found him guilty of a misdemeanor in that Florida bar fight so he, you know obviously he pled not guilty but you know, the way that, uh, you know, Roger Goodell kind of handles his own justice, even if I feel that even if Tyron Crawford gets out of this, you know, um, gets out of this, he's going to be under the wrath of Roger Goodell.
1: Yeah, um, Cowboys players don't get uh, they don't get a pass when it comes to Goodell
0: ever. And that's a, that's such a crazy thing man like the the bias with that is so obvious like you know it's like uh oh it's terrible it's terrible man it, it really is and then but yeah talking about you know some players that you know could be on on the bubble and that kind of thing Tyron Crawford I, I won't I don't know if I'd say he's on the bubble but it's kind of one of those things where it could be the wrong timing you know what I mean <laughs> like it, you yeah know, you're you are um it's, you get they brought in a lot of defense they they loaded up with defensive line you know and um and also you know talking about talk to charlton you know he, he had the shoulder surgery now we find out today that he had ankle surgery out you know up to 8 weeks now so he's going to miss all of the mini camps OTAs or probably he's missing all of that so we may not see him until training camp so yeah good. so that
1: defensive line battle is gonna be big across the board. That's why you go out and you sign uh, a Robert Quinn for that reason right there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: why you go out and you try to figure out what's going on. You know, with well, that's why you definitely bring Demarcus Lawrence back. But depends mm-hmm. on what do you what do you think about Tyrone Crawford? Crawford had a good year last year, believe it or not. He had a really good year.
0: Yeah, sure, so, I did.
1: So that. Hurt you because of his versatility along the line. He could still snaps and he could play some. He could play inside. He could play outside. He could play some of that left end for you on running downs. Um, so what you want to find out now is who could step in for him, right, Joe? Is it a you know? Is it a Doris Armstrong? Who who could play that left end is you know. Right end is fun, but that left end you got to be a dog 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 inside so on the outside because you got to play that run stoutly and you can't they don't want you just getting up the field like they do on that right side so it'll be interesting to see I mean
0: I really feel (laughs) that that Dorrance is going to be something man because we talked about this when we covered him in the draft that defense in Kansas he was a he was a run stopper and then they changed something up or he became really good at uh, you know rushing the passer, so I feel like he has he has really good tools, you know, to, to really be something for us this year. I think this is going to be uh, somebody that could really surprise some people this year.
1: No, I agree. I think the Dolphins is definitely going to surprise some people. I agree, Joe. Um, quick first step, I got to see how he plays the run. Like, that's all I care about when it comes to my ends. Um, I love sacks, but I want to see how stout you are against the run.
0: And that's that's what got us, man. That that run inability to, you know, let these guys get to the second level just killed us in some of those big games, like the Colts and the Rams game, um, especially that one. So it's like, yeah, if you if your ends can play that run good, you know, it's it makes you that much better.
1: Oh, it definitely does. So it'll be interesting to see. Joe really will.
0: Yeah, man. I'm, I'm I'm pumped, man. Just the just the talk here that we're having tonight. Podcast Cowboys huddle. You know how we do it straight up with you guys. No sugarcoating anything. No sugarcoating anything.
1: No sugarcoating. That's what you guys can expect. Make sure that you guys leave us a five-star review. Make sure that you guys leave a comment. Um, um, You know, we have some really big things coming up for this podcast. And, again, it's just a very exciting time. And one thing you can always expect from Joe and Foots, we are not going to sugarcoat things about this team. We are going to sugarcoat things about the players. We love the players, but we don't get attached to them. And we're, we're fair. And so I, I hold my head on that. And I'm very proud of
0: that. Amen to that, Foots. Amen to that. That's something that we can really, you know, you know, be proud about because we really have, you know, done that here. And, you know, really proud about that work, man. Um, but I think that's all we have right now, Foots. We hit up on a lot of the topics of the day here. And uh, just looking forward to, you know, the. The Vet and Rookie Mini Camp is coming up. so
1: Absolutely, Joe. And we'll be doing position paddles throughout. Um, We'll have different shows for you guys. So, again, stick with us, grow with us, and we appreciate you all.
0: Well said. That's all we have for you guys. We'll catch you for the next one. Peace. Peace.